BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood. It was created in our kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton, and it all started with a simple idea. What began as Laird's secret for long-lasting energy on the waves is now Laird Superfood, offering a full range of delicious plant-based creamers, coffee, greens, and more. Visit LairdSuperfood.com and use the code GABBY2024 and save 20% on your first order. Brought to you by the first ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Hello, friends. Jack, Flight School O'Brien here, uh, also known as Jack. Still can touch Ned if I get a running start and haven't eaten heavy breakfast. O'Brien, uh, both nicknames that I go by. Inviting you to check out Miles and Jack Got Mad Boosties for a weekly basketball conversation with me and my co-host from the Daily Zeitgeist, Miles Gray. We are joined by comedians, writers, podcasters, and fellow NBA fans as we discuss the latest news and events from around the league. Check it out. Miles and Jack Got Mad Boosties. Brought to you by the first ever Toyota Grand Highlander. John and Ken Show, Mel Kelly here, KFI AM640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. And yesterday, I was talking about the automated McDonald's and how that was an in, in inevitability where invariably fast food and other low-wage positions were going to disappear if given the opportunity by employers. The goal has always been to reduce the bottom line. The goal has always been to remove the employee because the employee is not as dependable as an automated machine or service in which they don't have to necessarily pay for your wages. They don't have to pay for your benefits, anything of that nature. And I was saying, it's I understand why you want to fight for $15 an hour national minimum wage, federal minimum wage. But not only is that not going to happen in a federal sense, I think it's too short-sighted. And as different states will be increasing their minimum wage in 2023, you'll see what I mean. For the past four or five years, I think, Californians have been very vocal about raising the state minimum wage to $15 an hour. And in 2022, that happened. $15 an hour in California. And you know what happened right after that? Well, not necessarily right after that, but during that time, over the course of those years, we have had the worst inflation in 40 years, which fundamentally negates that increase in the minimum wage. So now what? You got to ask for what? 16, 17, $18 an hour? And I've long said you're going to have to tie the minimum wage to the, the rate of inflation. That's the only way that it will ever work 
because you will always be fighting to catch up. And since you had this put into law where it would be uh, increased up to about 1550 in terms of the minimum wage, now you have nowhere to go. Now you have absolutely nowhere to go. But let's talk about some of the, the new uh, minimum wages around the country. And California is among 27 states raising the minimum wage in 2023. And California will have the highest minimum wage in the U.S. So hear me, California is raising its minimum wage once again. It will be the highest in the U.S. And California, the state, will still be unaffordable. What does that tell you? These jobs are not going to be around much longer. California will have the highest minimum wage at $15.50, up from the $15 it set in 2022. Only Washington, D.C. will have a higher minimum wage of $16.10. D.C. will rise again in July 2023 in proportion to the increase in the consumer price index. Oregon and Nevada won't see their minimum wages increase until July 2023. Then Oregon will rise from its current $13.50 to some other number, and that will be determined by the Consumer Price Index. Did you hear that? It's going to be raised relative to the rate of inflation. See, that's the way you're supposed to do it. In Nevada, the minimum wage will increase to $10.25 for employers providing quality health benefits and $11.25 for those that don't. Two states, Connecticut and Massachusetts, they will have a scheduled incremental increase to bring their minimum wages to $15 an hour. Six other states move one step closer to reaching that milestone in 2023. That's New Jersey in 2024, Delaware, Illinois, Maryland, and that's for large employers, and Rhode Island by 2025, as well as Florida. And some people ask, well, if all these states are raising their minimum wages to these amounts above the federal minimum wage, why is it some states won't? Well, imagine the cost of living in, let's say, Mississippi. It's probably, I don't know, maybe a third of that of what we have to deal with here in California. And then you raise the federal minimum wage from $7.25 to $15 an hour. That would fundamentally tear apart Mississippi's state economy. It would be impossible for many of those businesses to be able to reflect that, that large of a jump if, hypothetically, that were to happen. So raising the, the federal minimum wage is good for some states, but not all states. You have to understand how it looks from that particular state's angle. Now, $15 an hour works fine in California. It probably does not work just fine in Arkansas as a as a state minimum wage. What were you going to say, Twa? I was going to say, did I did not know this. This is kind of shocking to me that the current federal minimum wage is only seven twenty five. dollars Yeah, and it's been that way for a long time. For a long time. time. So that's why I can see, like, where people who live in Mississippi, people who live in Alabama, who may be getting seven twenty five, dollars would look at California like, oh, my God, you guys are falling out of control because if you're making fifteen fifty an hour minimum wage in Alabama in Alabama dollars, you're doing good. Yeah. If you're from California and you move to Mississippi or Alabama and you're making California money, you're great. I saw that when I moved to Erie. Yeah. Yeah. If, if I could do, I, I wouldn't want to, but if I were to, let's say move to Alabama and 
because the technology is there where I could broadcast from Alabama and use the Alabama lifestyle cost of living, but still keep my same paycheck. Oh, that'd be glorious. Yeah, that'd be glorious. Or if I just choose to sell my house in California and buy a comparable place for the same money in Alabama, I would have a palatial estate. Oh, you'd have an estate. Yeah. You'd have a sugar farm. I have a, a, an absolute mansion. Yeah. But the but the flip side is not only do I not want to do that, it's not it's not practical. Yeah, because you also have to live in Alabama. Yeah. And I don't yeah. and, and that goes back to uh you know, no disrespect to Alabama, but I'm a big city guy. And I've been to Alabama. There are no big cities. <laughs> you know, I've been to Mobile, I've been to Birmingham. Yeah, there's cities, but they're not big cities like LA. And that's why I always want to be in California in spite of its warts. Again, it's not perfect, but going back to the to the state minimum wages, 1550 is nothing to sneeze at, but it's definitely nothing which is going to solve the problems of living in California. And if you are still dependent upon minimum wage, then not only are you doing something wrong, you don't have a plan for the future. And I know that sounds really elitist and disrespectful, but damn it, it's true. It's true. If you were fighting for minimum wage to be raised up to $15 an hour back in 2017 and your life has not changed since then and you're still in a minimum wage capacity, you're doing something wrong. Hmm. This is the John and Ken Show. KFI AM640. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Don't look at me like that, Mark Runner. Like what? I saw your eyebrows go up at that. They have a life of their own. I can't control them. <laughs> KFI AM640, John and Ken Show. Mo Kelly here for John and Ken. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. And, of course, we're getting ready not only for the new year, but some of the laws which come into effect for the new year. And each year I usually read off some of the laws which are coming into play. And invariably someone will hit me on Twitter at Mr. Mo Kelly. Or they'll reach out to me on some other social media platform. And they'll complain about the laws which either they didn't even vote in the election relative to the law or they weren't even aware that it was on the ballot. They didn't pay close enough attention or they get mad at me for just saying that it's going to be coming into effect. Hey, I'm just reading to you what's coming into effect. This is not an endorsement of them. This is not saying that I voted for them. I'm just letting you know, come January 1, this is going to be the new deal in California. Healthcare, and it breaks it down by, by obviously, a section. Healthcare, gender-affirming care, SB 107, aimed to make California a sanctuary state for transgender healthcare, shielding transgender people, including youth and their parents, from legal action from states with bans and restrictions. Abortion, several reproductive healthcare-related measures have either already taken effect or will at the start of the year in response to... Uh, the Dobbs decision to overturn federal abortion protections. The new laws that protect medical records and cooperation with out-of-state entities regarding abortion restrictions, and it also expands abortion training options and providers and protections for people from criminal or civil liabilities for pregnancy loss or abortion. Paid family leave, SB 951, takes effect which increases the share of paid family leave provided to lower-income Californians. It extends what was a temporary increase in the benefit 
from 55% of wages to 60 to maybe 70% depending on the income. In 2025, the bill requires an increase of the benefit to 70%. Public safety and criminal justice. In terms of free prison phone calls, SB uh, 1008 provides free phone calls to people detained in California prisons and jails. I did not know about that one, and that's interesting to me, if only because I didn't know that either there were still pay phones in the jails and prisons or that they required some sort of payment as in like a third-party operator. Now, I haven't been called from prison in a while. I'm being serious. I mean, back in the day, you would get the phone call and they say, do you accept the charges from da-da-da-da-da, this is such-and-such facility. Um, I don't know how they do it now or how they would do it in lieu of that because the whole idea of a long-distance phone call doesn't mean anything anymore. Something else we discussed, if you listen to the Mo Kelly Show with any regularity, rap lyrics in court, AB 2799, limits the use of creative expression, such as rap lyrics, as evidence in criminal cases. And my argument was, well, if you allowed it in rap music, um, why would you not allow it in any and all types of music? You know, there are lyrics which speak to criminal behavior in all genres of music, and to say that you would only allow rap music to have that criminal consideration. There are all sorts of issues I would have with that. Immigration status in court, SB 836, prohibits disclosure of a person's immigration status in open court in a criminal case by any party unless approved by a judge. Also, laws that take effect later this year, uh, I should say later next year, Mental health, SB 1338, also known as CARE Court, will launch new judicial branches in six California counties in October 2023, which would provide court-ordered mental health care to severely mentally ill, unhoused people. And those counties are Glen, Orange, Riverside, San Diego, Stanislaus, and Tulome. The rest of the state is expected to implement the new system by the end of 2024. And a few more I want to get to before we go to this break. Passing bicyclists. Now, well, I, I definitely want your thoughts on this one. Previously, California law required vehicles to maintain three feet distance when passing bicycles headed in the same direction. But a new law will now require vehicles to move into another lane to pass a bicycle. It doesn't say whether there is an actual bicycle lane. It just says bicycles bicycles moving in the same direction of traffic. So I now have to go to an entirely different lane. Yeah. I can't just scooch around the bicycle. And I always try to uh, create a wide berth when I'm going yes. around bicyclists because a bicyclist may have to veer out suddenly if it doesn't see a car door, anything. Yes. I'm trying to anticipate, drive defensively in the event something should happen. But, damn it, I'm not going to the next lane. That's a lot. That's a lot. I'd rather just, you know, give you a wide berth. So, Like you said, if you have to, if a cat runs out of squirrel, whatever, and you have to swerve, I don't want to accidentally hit you. But It's not a bicycle lane. It's a car lane. Yes. Why are you... Go on the sidewalk then. Why are you where where cars are? Your vehicle doesn't have anything but pedal power. Streets are for engine-based vehicles. I wish you could see Mark Ronner's face. 
he is champing at the bit. He must ride. He <laughs> no, must I'm ride not. a bike to work or something. It's just he's it a makes car it, hater. No, no, no. I got to tell you, it's so funny to hear Tawala complain about this. I want to hear him complain about everything. Now. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're telling me I have to wear a mask in a pandemic? Whatever. No, no, no. no. That's just okay. an example. That's okay. just an example. But here. I like hearing you guys argue about sports. You you already knew that, but hearing Tawala complain is a special thing for me. It's hilarious. I think he's mocking you, Tawala. No, no, no. It's good. <laughs> I want I want more of it. I'm more of that in 2023, please. <laughs> well, <laughs> is it unreasonable to ask someone? And we're talking about LA traffic, right? Okay. I don't know what it's like Northern California in Redding or Lodi. I'm just saying LA traffic. You're saying. I am obligated by law to change lanes because there is a cyclist in the street and basically they have right of way to the lane, the complete lane. I'm getting a ticket. I can see that right now. What about streets that are single lane streets and they're trying to go down? Then bicyclists should not be allowed to go down single lane streets. And that's why I was saying like, okay, if there's no bike lane, why is it my fault? Why am I being inconvenienced? I understand the safety issue of it all, but I think you're creating a different problem. And I know this is after the fact that law has been passed. You're creating a different safety issue by requiring cars to change lanes just to get around a cyclist. I think that drivers of cars should be allowed to sue bicyclists, bicyclists who are going down single lane streets. Well, you can't. No, no. streets. You can sue. I don't know. Mark Ronner is laughing <laughs> profusely at you. <laughs> but with, with. I'm just saying. At. I'm just saying. We shouldn't be allowed to sue them. Like, I shouldn't no, be able are. to identify. Or or maybe police officers should pull them over. Why are you going down uh, a single lane street on your bike? We well, shouldn't be able to open our car doors and give them a whack as we pass them by? What are you talking about? You can. It's just that you might get sued and you might be arrested there should be a whack a bicyclist law like whack -a -mole? in place yes okay if they're in the way you can bump them over a little bit all right real quickly before we go to break this is something else that we did discuss on air the legalization of jaywalking under the new law it is only an offense to cross the street at a non-designated area when quote a reasonably careful person would realize there is an immediate danger of a collision, close quote. I have no idea what the hell that means other than that you're allowed to cross the street just about wherever you want, whenever you want, without penalty. Now, I understand the need for jaywalking laws, but I also understand the history and the disparate enforcement and how they were abused in certain communities as far as when they were enforced or why were they enforced, the, the pretense of them being enforced. But there's still a need for them. Um, you know, just like the bicyclists, if you want to step off the curb and, and on Figueroa at the wrong point in the wrong place, good luck to you. Good luck. We're talking about the, the, the uh, unfortunately, the, the community activist who was hit by a car on Broadway, which is comparable to Figueroa. And I'm not saying it was her fault. I'm just saying it is very dangerous to step off certain corners or in certain places on major thoroughfares. If you do that, good luck. This is the John and Ken Show. KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. I'm Mo Kelly in for John and Ken. 
John and Ken Show. Mo Kelly here. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Now, as long as I've been in media, radio, or music, whatever, there's certain things that still surprise me. And Tawala, you are someone who is Pasadena through and through. And you have a long history, at least in terms of familiarity with the Rose Parade. I did not know that there is a no Sunday rule for the parade. And the rule was implemented way back in 1893, as I read, to accommodate church services. So the Rose Parade is going to be on Monday, January 2nd. And it begins at 8 a.m. I did not know that there was a no Sunday rule. Maybe I just missed it in previous years. Yeah. Yeah. It's never been on a Sunday. Since I've since I've ever gone no, out, no, clearly there. it hasn't. Like, but I'm, like saying, I'm just saying, yeah, yeah. It, it was it was kind. It's kind of like never knew why. I didn't know it was connected to them not wanting to disrupt church services, but knowing that there are a couple of pretty big churches on Colorado, at least back in the day, there were. I know there's still mm-hmm. uh, one really really big one. I know that that makes a lot of sense. But yeah, it, it, it there's never been, and there have been several times where it's been like on Sunday, and you're like. Why isn't it? Even if the game is on Sunday, they will still right. skip. Yeah. And and so so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. And and it makes me wonder it coming out of the pandemic, mm-hmm. we had at least one year in which we did not have any Rose Parade. Yes. And I wonder again whether is this makes it feels like it's another disruption. Even though it isn't, it just seems seems like it's just not regular, if that makes any sense. No, it, it, right now, if you go to Pasadena, like I get off the freeway and I like driving down Colorado so I can see them setting up all of the pieces for the benches. I like seeing the store set up all of their borders to keep, you know, people from standing in front of or loitering or whatever. Same. It feels the same. It okay. is such a moment right now in Pasadena. It's like you feel it. You know it's coming. I love it. I love seeing people getting ready for it. I've only attended it in person once, and that was back when I was like maybe 15, 16 years old. Spent the night out there, was great. Had a great time. Did way too much the night before. Yeah. Way too sleepy to watch the whole parade, but it was a great experience. Did you ever take your kids and stay out all night? I have only taken the kids to be out there in the morning. Now, recently, actually come to think of it, their mother has a friend whose house is near the beginning of the parade route. And every year what they do is they have people come over starting, I believe at like maybe two in the morning, two, three in the morning to be there, hang out. And they get to see them lining up the floats. They get to see all the bands kind of walking their, their rehearsals and kind of like pre, uh, you know, I guess tuning their instruments. So they see the beginning of the parade or they have at least for the past few years. Me growing up, I've actually never seen the parade in person until I had kids and wanted to go out there and watch it live with them. Because like you, I would go out every year. We'd walk the route yep. and be too tired to actually walk the parade, <laughs> go home, fall asleep. But then we'd wake up and watch it on TV. It used to be an all-night party. I don't know if it is now because obviously you're talking about New Year's Eve. It was an all-night party. The streets were blocked off. You could walk around some people back in the day, I don't know what it's like now. You could camp out there. You could barbecue out there. It was a 
It was a fun event. I don't know if you can do anything even close to that now in a post 9-11 world. The security is probably very different. The only thing that I saw recently was that they cut out the amount of cruising. They did start yes. targeting cars who passed by too much. So they did cut back on the cruising, although they were still pretty lenient on allowing people to to cruise as far as when you can go out there. They changed the lineup time of when you could actually line the streets and actually camp out. And they have reduced some of the like the open flame restrictions. They cut back on a lot of that. But the fun was still there. Just in case you're not going to be there in person and you plan to watch it maybe on TV or even stream it online, KTLA 5 News will have wall-to-wall coverage of the, of the parade beginning at 4 a.m., as we said, on January 2nd, Monday. And they will broadcast it, and they'll have replays of the parade throughout the day. And the live broadcast ends at 10 a.m. I know I was never a person to catch the original broadcast because I was usually partying way too late the night before to catch the original broadcast, but I usually usually would catch a replay. And for the streamers out there, you can stream it on Hulu, DirecTV Stream, Sling TV, which is what I have, and YouTube TV. Now, this is what you were talking about, Tuala. If you plan to attend in person, they are saying, the Pasadena Police Department is saying, get there early to avoid road closures and if you want to get a good seat. Uh, the Pasadena Police Department will close roads along the parade route or nearby beginning New Year's Eve at 10 p.m. Free curb seating is available on a first-come, first-served basis. And I guess if you want to hold that but seat. But wait. Yeah, are they saying that that starts on the 31st even though correct. the parade isn't till the 2nd? That, and that's what I was saying about as far as the camping out there. You're going to have to. But that's great. Think about that. that that's three days of camping. Or two and a half. I mean, if you're out there on December 31st at 10, you're there camping all day Saturday, and then you're packing up Sunday morning, that's an adventure. No, I'll pass. That no. sounds awful. Yeah, that sounds awful. What? No. I, I'm a guy. I camped when I was a kid. I go to Joshua Tree, go to San Bernardino Mountains, but I refuse to do anything even approaching camping on a street. Sorry. As someone who doesn't have kids, and I'll preface it with that, I'm shocked that you, Tawala, as someone who has kids, saying that would be a good idea because that sounds awful for the parents it's unless there's a lot of booze involved. Horrible. He doesn't even drink. I mean, no, I don't. I look, I don't drink. And look, my kids, they may not be into it. I'm talking about people who do camp. I don't camp, period. I don't feel the <laughs> need to be out amongst bears and wild cats in their backyard, you know, taking advantage of their And if you've been to Pasadena, I was yeah. about to say, you're in the streets yeah. of Pasadena. No, 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 no. <laughs> no Pasadena stuff be walking around. That's bears. <laughs> yes. we, no, there have been several bear sightings, coyotes, crazy. Uh, you know, a couple uh mountain lions have come down to snatch some dogs and yes. cats. All I'm saying is I don't want to be out in the, on the streets. I also, and this is just me, but I feel to go out there camping for a day on the streets is disrespectful to the unhoused. I think that you going out there partying on the street corner, living it up with your food, with your blankets and all your warmth, you are disrespecting the unhoused who are out there every day. Did you see Mark Runner's eyebrow it went up again? I saw it. It's a tell. It's a tell. I'm just saying. I'm sure Mark agrees with me. That is absolutely disrespectful to the unhoused out there for you to be out there flaunting the fact that you're going to be going home 
you know, and you're out there, f- plenty of food, and they're and, just standing there looking at you. And they dislodge the unhoused yes. for the parade. They move them all over the place away from that route. That is disrespectful to the unhoused. All right, come on, Mark. Not only are you correct, Tuala, but I've said for years, coming from the land of REI, that camping is nothing but expensive pretend homelessness, and I'm against it. I agree. I agree with that. I do agree with that. Yes. So we're against homelessness and pretend homelessness. Is that what we're saying? Pretty much, yeah. For for different reasons, yeah, yeah but you're in the ballpark there. <laughs> John and Ken Show, Mo Kelly here. KFI AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. John and Ken Show, Mo Kelly here. KFI AM 640, we're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. I thought I would try this one more time from a different angle. Okay. On a different day, I tried to talk astrology but with respect to Charlie Brown and which character you were relative to your astrology sign. I made one lesbian quip about Peppermint Patty and we were off to the races and we never even really got to any of that stuff. Okay. I'm going to try this again, but from a different vantage point relative to your astrology sign. What is your horoscope for 2023? We'll keep Peppermint Patty out of this. Eric, what's your sign? I'm a Taurus. Okay, Taurus. Taurus 2023 is bringing you so many new opportunities to expand and grow into the version of yourself that you've always wanted to be. However, it's going to come with a fee, your pride. You can't continue to do things the same old way while this new chapter in your life is beginning. Think of it this way. The language of your past version's life is a different language than the one you have to speak now. The advice here, release tensions by expressing your full truth to those around you. I have no freaking idea what that means. And you lost me. I have no idea what that means. That is that is like a word anchovy salad. Aren't all horoscopes? Yeah, but usually they're they're positive, but they'll push. Yeah, that sounded pretty good. That, that was that sound like a, there was a lot a lot of good going no, on here. But it almost sounds like they're saying in order for you to fully embrace the new year, it's going to come at the cost of you, the stubborn Taurus, releasing and letting go of a lot of the things that you were holding on to in 2022 and allowing 2023 to unfold before you. That means yet you can embrace it fully. You know how hard that's going to be as a stubborn Taurus, like it, you said? I know. Well, maybe you have to... Maybe it's saying get rid of the woman you're seeing now. Uh, good thing I'm single. Okay. All right. It's not that. Um, get rid of the job you have now? Uh, no. I kind of like my job. Okay. Yeah, no. um, I'm telling you, I'm, I understand this. As, as, as I understand the Torian people, and I understand how stubborn that they may be. I know Taurus people really, really well. Very well. Okay, I know the Taurus. Your birthday is when? May 10th. May 10th, okay. My daughter's May 1st. Uh, my grandmother was, uh, what, May 20th. My No, my mom is May 20th. Look, I know Taurus as well. I'm okay. saying that there is a stubbornness within the Taurian people that they're saying you've got to let it go to fully embrace 2023 and allow it to be the best year for you. Taurian people, like it's a... A, a species on Star Trek or something. I'm just saying, look, yeah, I understand. I'm related to Torian Prince, the basketball player. <laughs> really? No, but okay, his, first, his, his first name is Torian. Yeah, Torian. Okay, Twala, I know you're a Scorpio. You are taking risks like never before this year. 
That's in 2023. Many of you will see some of these risks pay off when you finally take action and remove your over-analytical thought from your process. Stress, I overstand this. Stress and fret are not prerequisites to your creative process. When it comes to work, you'll be up-leveling and many others will notice. Don't forget to thank the right people and share in the wealth when you can. Yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. All praise due. I actually feel every single thing that it was saying. And it literally is written in 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 factual terms I don't considering what is happening in 2023. Mark Ronner, when's your birthday? June 5th. So you're Gemini? Correct. All right. Let's see if we can find Gemini. Gemini, Gemini, Gemini. God, they didn't push this in order at all. Yeah, I need to know my future, please. I can tell you future. We're going to be working together eventually. <laughs> okay. All right, here's Gemini. With fellow air sign Libra illuminating the solar eclipse in October, the first half of the year, 2023, is going to be about experimenting and figuring out what is you, what is it you truly want out of your life before committing to a new and aligned intention in the final quarter of 2023. Experimenting. Mm -hmm. To find out what I want yep. shortly before I die. Yes. Okay. So much of your focus is going to be around fostering healthy relationships of all kinds. Do you still have people lingering in your circle that are consciously or subconsciously holding you back from reaching your fullest potential? Mm. That's everybody. Mm. Wow, this is deep. You can really get something <laughs> out of this? This is deep. This, you are digging deep, This Mo. is garbage. This is absolute garbage. You're not a believer. No, I'm not. This, this is the problem. You should not be reading any horoscope if you cannot believe the science that goes behind it. This is one of the most ancient studies of human civilization yeah. that you're mm -hmm. reading here. Whatever. Well, since you bring it up, Tuala, it's so ancient that all the constellations have changed positions since the horoscopes were created. So it's extra meaningless now. No, no, no. What, what the... What, Anyone who is able to decipher and mm -hmm. discern the meaning of the newer yeah. uh, positioning sure. and alignment of the stars, uh -huh. these are individuals who have studied the right. ancient texts and are now able Boof. to let you know based on Bull. the time Shite. and date and everything nope. where you have been born that this is what's about to unfold for you. You're making it up. This Those, is that, this is the truth. That was a bunch of random syllables strung it's together. Not, it's not. It's okay, just like a horoscope. Here, here's my Sagittarius horoscope for 2023 before we get out of here for this hour. Sagittarius, after you ring rang in your personal new year and the collective new year, it seems like the fresh set of eyes that you've been needing are finally here. Without so much connection and intertwinement with your past pain, you are finally able to set yourself free. You are getting more deeply in touch with your emotions and realizing that difficult feelings are not a hindrance to your growth. They are actually a catalyst to your ultimate happiness. Once you realize you are not your emotions, you simply observe and feel through them. This is garbage. I don't know why oh you my handed God. this to me. Look, this is the I wanted you to understand yourself to better. We gotta go to break. This is this is garbage. I want you to have a full understanding. Open your third you, eye, man. You sound like my wife now. Open your third eye. Tap into your pineal gland and glean from this what, what you now? need to to open Isn't up. Isn't there like a horror story about tapping into the pineal gland? Mark, isn't there one? Where is the third eye located? Am I sitting on mine? KFI, Sir. AM640. <laughs> Sir. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app.
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. This is where projects come to life. Our showrooms are designed to inspire with the latest products from top brands, curated in an inviting, hands-on environment, and a team of industry experts to support your project. We'll be there to make sure everything goes as planned, from product selection to delivery coordination. At Ferguson Bath, Kitchen, and Lighting Gallery, your project is our priority. Find great brands like Bosch at your local showroom or visit us online at ferguson.com build.